Live from the studios of KTAR News 92.3 FM, it's the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show with Brian Whitfield. Everything you need to know to grow. Call Brian with your questions at 602-277-5827. That's 602-277-5827. The Whitfield Nursery Garden Show, now on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. beautiful out there well maybe you can't see too much and and the rain's not here yet happy new year it's uh gonna be a great one you know it's gonna be what we make it and uh here we are you know bright and early nice dark morning beautiful weather you know we were out at the farm last night in Hyder, and uh we had a bunch of employees who were from, you know, all over different parts of the world and uh, were away from their families and home. We cooked some good steaks and uh, what a beautiful evening we had. And I hope you enjoy your New Year's as well. Well, we're starting off early. Might not be too many of you awake yet, but if, if you are, you know, it's easy time to get in. The phones are wide open and we have the lovely Shira here on the phones and music so you can give her a call. Number to call 602 KTAR, and uh, we could talk about anything you want to grow, water, plant, fertilizer, kill. Plenty of things to do out in the garden, and you don't have to start too early. So if you're not up yet, that, that's okay, too. You probably won't be here in this program, but, you know, who knows? You know, people do listen to the podcast. I think they do, anyway. What do you think, Sherry? They, they listen to podcast. You, you download it every week, right? So, yeah, we're all ready. And uh, hope you had a nice holiday season. Hanukkah's over. Christmas over. You know, it's it's all over. You know, Kwanzaa's over, and uh, and and that was a good time. I hope you enjoyed your holidays, and uh, you know, let's let's enjoy this next beautiful year together. Two thousand twenty three. Gosh, you know, I, I couldn't imagine when I was young that two thousand twenty three would ever get here. Of course, I was never really looking forward to it, but. Uh, you know, those of you who are probably just turning 21, probably it's you know, a good thing to look forward to. Or or maybe when you're 16 and you can go out, whatever, and get a driver's license. That's kind of a fun thing to do for a new year. But anyway, Happy New Year's, folks. And um, it's it's lovely to be here with you. Hope you're enjoying your, your new year so far. And um, a lot of things to do. We You know, we can look at making a difference in this new year. I mean, might be the year that we can help change the world. You know, whatever we can do to, you know, help other people, make the world better, maybe end a little bit of the war, a few of the arguments, and uh, just make more friends, work more like a team, uh, maybe work a little bit on helping our planet out. You know, there's uh, a lot of things that we can do that uh, can make our planet better. And, um, you know, our presence here is our presence here. And, and since we're here, we should make the best of it. So whatever we can do to, to help make things better as far as cleaning up our air, conserving a little water here and there, maybe, you know, channeling a little water to a different area or growing different kinds of fruit and vegetables. We have all those New Year changes and things we're going to make. We might not drink. We might not smoke. We might not eat as many steaks. But, you know. A lot of us enjoy all those things, so who knows? We'll see what happens. And uh, and we always make those New Year transition plans and all the things we're going to do that we haven't done in the past. We're going to make this year better. But maybe if this is the year you want to garden, uh, you know, it's still time to plant a vegetable garden with winter vegetables. You can still plant your root crops, things like... Uh, 
you know, radishes are always easy. Carrots are easy. You could plant some onions. You could grow some garlic, you know. I mean, all those kind of things. You can also still grow the green leafy things, you know. But you could plant some broccoli, cabbage, kale, cauliflower, all those leafy green vegetables you can still plant right now. We can get ready for the spring garden if you want to grow the, you know, peppers and tomatoes and those kind of things. And if you're a bold farmer, you could plant them today. I mean, gosh, it's about 50 degrees out this morning, so pretty warm and awfully nice. But um, it's good. It can still freeze, so you might be a little bit more on the hesitant side to do those kind of things. But whatever your dream is for that perfect garden, uh, give us a call. Number to call, 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR. We can talk about your dreams. Or if you're doing something different, we'd love to hear from you. Lots of styles, lots of different ways to do things. And um, if you're growing some kind of new vegetable from some other part of the world, there's plenty of things to grow here. If you're hybridizing your own, and there's a fun thing to do there too but if you have a style a solution or uh, a way to fix a problem when we're all ears we're all here to learn anyway um happy sunday morning and it is uh like you say we can't quite see the the you know the the lights of the sun aren't quite here in sunny slope yet but we know they're coming and it's going to be a beautiful day and a beautiful year and uh wherever your dreams your passions are and if you happen to be up this early Gosh, I can't imagine why. Uh, you know, I'm sure, and I are here, <laughs> and Troy's here too because you know we're here. But it's it is a beautiful morning here, and it was a fantastic drive coming in from the farm this morning. It um, you know it just really can't be much nicer weather for this time of year. And what a forecast! You know, we have a forecast for more rain, and uh, while it makes it a little hard to pick citrus, we were down in our farm in Haida this morning, and uh, that's why the whole crew ended up camped out down there because we have a little sandier ground and even if it does rain more we can still continue harvesting our citrus up here in the valley it gets a little muddy so it's kind of hard to get in the fields and work but um, you know this is citrus season so if you haven't tasted or if you're new to the valley or you want to you know experience some Arizona citrus now is the perfect time if you have trees at home the lemons are you know they're going to get a little better in the Lisbon's the Meyer lemons are as good as they're going to be the limes if you don't use them pretty fast if you didn't use them all for New Year's uh, you better use them soon because they're going to fall off the trees. It's navel orange season. They're getting to be their best right now, whether it's a navel orange or caracara. We've got uh, the tangelo season coming up in three or four weeks. Grapefruit. You could eat them now. They're okay, but they're going to be a whole lot better come March, April, May. And uh, so a lot of fun things to do out there with citrus in the garden. If you're going to plant stone fruits, things like peaches, apples, plums, and pears, now is a great time to do so. And um, so it would be a perfect time to uh, to get out and do that. Um, let's see. We're going to go ahead and take a short break. We'll be right back in just a minute. While we're gone, uh, give us a call. Number to call 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR.
morning out there, folks. Welcome back to the Woodfield Nursery Garden Show. Um, give us a call. We can talk about anything you want to grow, water, plant, fertilizer, kill, what to grow, and how to grow it, where to grow it, why to grow it. And if you got a solution, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a different idea and different concept, hey, if you disagree with me, give us a call. You know, we're just here to have fun. And uh, we typically take more callers than almost any program on the radio, and probably certainly more than anyone here in Arizona. But uh, we do that because we enjoy you. We want your participation. We want your ideas. We want, we want your thoughts. Hey, and, and besides that, the host wants to learn, too, you know. So if you're doing something different, have a fun, unique style, uh, we would love Love to uh, love to indulge in, and, and enjoy it because there's a lot of different ways to grow things, a lot of different things to do, and you know, really, gardening's an awful lot like cooking. I mean, unless you get out and experiment and try new things, you're never going to find the best things in the world. And uh, you know, there's constantly manipulation and changing of plants. You can cross breed them. You can do all kinds of fun things. Nature does a lot of it on her own. But uh, we can certainly play with it ourselves and uh, whatever you enjoy. You know, there's there's a lot of different recipes. And who would ever have thought that people wanted to eat snails? You know, you never know. Anyway, three lines still open. The number to call, 602-277-5827, 277-KTAR. Melanie and Chandler, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, Brian. And to you as well. How's, how Did you have a fun New Year's uh, Eve? Uh, pretty low key, but it it was nice. Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> nice New Year's Eve. The neighbors always do a, a few fireworks, so it was fun to kind of tag on that. Well, it's a lot of fun to do those things. You know, we were down at our farm in Hyder with the with with our crew. You know, they were kind of a new crew to the valley. We're picking citrus. It was too wet to pick out in Chandler, actually, in our farm in uh, Queen Creek. Um, in, in Mesa. So we had the whole crew down there. We went down and uh, made a bunch of steaks last night. So it was a lot of fun. We had a great evening, but the weather was fantastic. Oh, that, it, it was really nice. It was really nice. It seemed very uh, mild yesterday, which was wonderful. Yeah, a little humidity and, you know, in the 60s. I mean, it's pretty hard to beat. Yep, especially if you've got good friends around. So that's nice. Good friends well, and good glad- food, and they had a, they had a few beers. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I suppose so. That happens, especially on the holidays. Well, it's nice that it was all together and started out the year in a good way. 
Very nice. Well, I had a, a question. Um, I'm getting my backyard shaped up and putting in a couple trees. And one of the trees I want to put in is the one, it, it smells like my grandmother's perfume. And it's the acacia tree that has the little yellow balls on it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them do. The sweet acacia is one of the common ones, but they do have a great fragrance. Okay. That's what I was wondering is if um, when I go to get it, is there a certain cultivar name for that? Or well, can you tell me a little bit about we, we pretty We pretty much sell them just as sweet acacias. And... Um, you know, they're a beautiful tree here. They're fast growing. They're, you know, a desert loving tree. Uh, they grow exceedingly fast if you give them more water. And uh, so that, that'll make a pretty big difference to them. Okay. And then is there um, anything to know? Uh, is there any chance I would get the wrong kind of yellow ball acacia tree? <laughs> well, there is. Are they, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of different ones. And it just kind of, you know, depends on which one you want. But the, uh, yeah, the sweet acacia is really a beautiful tree, and uh, and we do have one. Um, well, some of them are going to you know have different characteristics in different varieties, but you know if you're just looking for a sweet acacia, you don't you know you don't want. And you can tell the difference; it's got the ferny leaves on it, and uh, it's the first tree kind of to bloom here. In the well, there's one in bloom right now, the Cascalote, but you know that's the yellow flower this time of year. But you know next month, I mean, the one that's going to bloom is going to be the sweet acacia, and uh, they're really a magnificent tree. They're going to need some water in the summertime, you know, even though they are a desert tree. But the nice part, you get a lot of reward for the water you put in, and they'll be one of the fastest growing uh, desert trees you can grow. Okay, well, I'll take good care of it. I, I consider my trees my pets, so <laughs> it'll get good. It'll get good care. And uh, you say they start to bloom. Uh, Next month, is that the right time to plant? You can plant them anytime. You can plant them now or you can plant them next month. They're not going to grow any if you plant them right now. They're going to be pretty dormant, you know, until next month. But if you want to have it ready and if you want the fragrance in your yard, there's no reason why you can't plant one now. You know, we used to kind of consider them a little bit frost tender, but, you know, they, they really, it's not going to, it would take a tremendous freeze, something down in the low 20s to harm them. So we haven't seen a freeze like that for a long time. Okay. Well, great. Thank you very much for the information and sharing what you did for New Year's. Well, and Melanie, Happy congratulations on being the first caller of the year. Oh, that's right. It's the first. I was being the first caller, and sometimes I hesitate because I, I do call in quite a bit. Well, but, you know what? Um, we, we enjoy that. You know, and it's really nice of you, Melanie, you know, because usually whenever I'm asking for a caller or something at the beginning of the program, I, I, I know we talked to you several times over the course of a year, but. You know, happy New Year's to you and your family, and we really appreciate you being the first caller of the year. And uh, hey, it's a wonderful new year, 2023. It's it's hard to imagine that it's already that long and how old we are. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, uh, wishing you and yours a blessed, blessed uh, 2023. Well, thank you, Melanie, and uh, happy New Year's to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Grace and Chandler. But after Grace, we've got four open lines. We have Shira back here smiling. Give her a call, 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR. Good morning, Grace. Hi, Brian. I'm calling for two reasons. One about your birthday and one about a follow-up of my orange tree. Not sure if I'm going to get through both. Okay. Uh, I'll start with the more most more emotional one. Uh, when I heard your mom giving you all the love before Christmas, it brought me to tears. 
It was wonderful. And I wanted to call and remind you, save that tape. Because there's going to be a day where you won't be able to hear that from her. And you'll want to hear it. And when I heard your mom talking to you with all her love, it reminded me of a voicemail that I had from my grandma. And I just want you to remember, she, she'll love you when she's not here, and you'll want to hear it. So try and save that recording if you can. Okay, Grace. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you going to be tough on me the first, <laughs> second caller of the year, you know what, but... But yeah, that's a, that's a great thought, and thank you. You know, and yesterday when we did a show, um, different station, but you know, it was New Year's Eve, and uh, with my father, he. Uh... Okay, I'll tell the story later. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just, it was wonderful. I'm glad you didn't cut her off. It, it's, it made me think more love about my parents and my grandparents. So it was wonderful. Well, well, on to other news. Well, okay, well, we one 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 never cut off their mother. Okay, <laughs> that, would, that would be a, that would be a pretty low person to cut off their mother. True, true, true. Um, okay, so I had called earlier. I want to say September, October, November, somewhere around there, about help identifying my tree. You suggested it was a caracara. Naval orange, and I waited until Christmas Day to, to to try it out. Sure enough, it's definitely a navel. Um, I picked off of the top of the tree, which there are three oranges. <coughs> excuse me, I've asthma. There are three oranges, which um, they used to be shaded for my neighbor's tree, mm-hmm. but he cut his tree down midsummer, and they were burnt. So I figured I'll start with the awful one. <laughs> <laughs> they were good, so I can't tell if they're caracara, but they definitely were, I don't want to say woody, but more on the woody side. They were a little bit sweet, but not sweet, sweet, sweet. Mm-hmm. Is this because they're too early or because they were sunburned? Probably a combination, uh, Grace, of both. And the other thing that affects navels, which is kind of interesting, is the rain. So when when the trees are really wet, um, the fruit can still be kind of juicy, but the sugar content is going to be lower. So when the trees get drier, the fruit will be sweeter. Uh, But let me ask, did it have any color difference to it than a regular navel or not? Um, so the, I, I've had two of them so far. Mm-hmm. I had one yesterday. Um, they were a little whitish on the inside. Okay. Well, a caracara should be pink, but the fruit up on yeah. the top that gets sunburned, you know, that changes its character some. So do you okay. have, do you have any, do you have any fruit hiding down in the tree below? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh good. yeah. And when I, they're, they're deep, deep orange. And when I squeeze them, they're very soft. Whereas so, so you're the out, ones on the top you're out were playing, firm. You're out playing with the oranges. You, you know, you, you sound kind of like a farmer, Grace. I mean, you know, it was funny. We, we headed in from the uh, farm this morning, and I have a gentleman that uh, needs to fly back to Mexico today. So he came in with me, and he was coughing a little bit. So we, we stopped at the end of the Meyer Lemon Grove, and I said, well, here, we need to eat some of these lemons on the way in because that will help you with your cough. And it's pretty amazing. <laughs> You know, we ate three or four. You just peel them, eat on those Meyer lemons. And uh, his cough was gone by the second lemon. And he didn't cough for the next hour and a half on the way in for the farm. So it's amazing what citrus can do and how wonderful we can grow it here in the valley. Okay, so now I'm planning on doing only, doing, I'm planning on picking only one a week. And since (laughs) I have eight, 
That's eight weeks starting from uh, Christmas. Okay. Is that too late in the season? No, like you know what? Season? You'll you'll okay. be fine. And, and leave the ones closest to the trunk, okay, that are more shaded and may not have okay. quite the color yet for last. But we used to okay. call those the sucker fruit. Whenever I was, you know, five years old running the fruit stand over on Glendale Avenue, John F. Long used to have a grove that was out on 19th Avenue in Thunderbird. And so okay. when the citrus harvesters like our crews go through, you know, they always miss some of the interior fruit. And he had a gentleman named... Oh named Joe that, uh, you know, ran and managed his farm for him. So whatever fruit was left after their harvest, Joe could harvest. And uh, Joe would harvest these interior navels for us off the inside of the tree, much like you'll find on yours. And that fruit on the inside, we call it the sucker fruit, can get to be the largest because it's a little later in the season, but also it okay. has the very best quality of any fruit on the tree. So if you'll oh. work from the outside in, you know, and yeah. you're doing so the right thing, like- eat those burnt ones <laughs> off the top, take the worst first, and yep. uh, hopefully a bird doesn't show up and decide it likes your navels better than you do. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm hoping not. They're pretty. The ones that are in the in- inside are the center of the tree is pretty pretty dense. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it's only three feet four feet tall right but it's very dense on the inside and i can i have to move stuff around to see the oranges on the inside so well, that's perfect. i'm hoping to protect it well yeah. and the birds probably won't find it. It, it you know a tree that size if, if you if they hit the first one net it the next day you know you can put a bird net yeah. over it so they won't get it yep. but those fruit on the inside and the interior will be the ones to leave they'll ripen a lot slower than the ones on the outside do but wow you have phenomenal quality yeah. Okay. Do I have time for another question? Absolutely. Okay. Anybody so, that talks um, to, talks about my mother, you can you can. You can <laughs> we'll let you go. <laughs> so I got frost cloth mm-hmm. um, in preparation, but I don't know when I'm really supposed to use it on my orange tree. Well, I'll tell you right now with the kind of weather we're having with all this moisture, there's no way for you to gauge how cold your house is. Okay. But the first time okay. we have a cool, clear night. When all this moisture goes away, okay, okay, then check your weather temperature at home. Get a thermometer, put it outside. Check your temperature okay. at home and compare it to whatever you're, you know, if, if you want to check with the news here on, on KTAR, if you want to check with Sky Harbor Airport, wherever you want to check your source comparison-wise, okay, find out how cold okay. your house is. Chandler varies quite a bit in temperature. Yeah. It's not, most of Chandler's not near as cold as it once was because everybody moved out there. You know, I can remember when we used to have a farm on Cooper and uh, oh, Chandler Heights, you know, at that time it was pretty pretty cold out there but now all the homes have come in so it's warmed up quite a bit but uh check your temperature compared to another news source so you know how cold it's going to be and to really harm like a navel orange tree it's going to have to be like 26 27 degrees for four for four or five hours so we haven't seen that kind of cold now like our our farm out in queen creek we've we've been down in the mid 20s or higher 20s you know already this year but it's colder in that area than you are probably Okay. 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 So then I didn't, okay. I didn't do any damage by not putting anything over. No, it hasn't been for most parts of the Valley. I mean, we've been running our wind machines out the farm because we're so cold. I mean, we've been down like 27 degrees and, and so we have to do that out in Queen Creek, but you know, for most of the Valley, it's not that cold. And even Queen Creek, when you're over by the mountains, a lot warmer than if you're down in the middle of the Valley. Yeah, the lowest I've been so far, because I do have a thermometer at night mm-hmm. that's electronic, right. has been 30 at night, so I've been very close. Yeah, so you're, you're yeah, but that's not going to hurt anything at all with citrus. Right. And, um, right. Okay. you know, and the airport's usually the warmest place in town, so it's hard to compare to the airport. 
Okay. All, All right. right. Well, thank you very much. Well, thank you very I much for the call, Grace. Yes. It's really hard to call in at the beginning because I love your story. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I do have to talk more if we don't have callers. But you know what? <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I never do any show prep. I mean, the, the most show prep I do is, is I'm here with, uh, you know, Sheer and I are picking out songs. But that, that's about as much show prep as I do. And we have such wonderful callers. And, you know, it just makes it all fun. But thank you very much for the call, Grace. Happy New Year. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And now we have Troy Barrett in the studio for the live New Year's newscast. We'll be right back after the news. In the meantime, you can give Shira a call at 602-277, and you can be up after Mark and Robin in the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. We're here every Sunday from 7 to 9 on 92.3 FM KTAR. Been up all night, stroking the hot slot machine. I got lemons in my eyes. I got cherries in my dreams. Well, I put in six and I got back 417. And I'm going back tonight. Just me and my machine. Finally made a deal I gave him the devil He gave me the fear Well, it's all right with me I ain't afraid to eat a well Oh, but I don't want a lawyer I'll handle it on myself Arizona without Jerry Riopelle. I mean, other other markets, other places have different musicians that were their favorite, but there's uh, never been anybody in the history of Arizona like Jerry Riopelle for New Year's. So, hope you enjoyed him. Uh, let's see, we're going to get right back to the phones. In the meantime, we have three lines still available. You can give Shira a call at 602-277-5827-277 KTAR. Mark and Chandler, good morning. Good morning. So over the years, I've noticed that um, we, including myself, call in about a lot of concerns that happen in nature naturally. And it's like, well, that's the what what do we think happens? It happens out (laughs) in your grove also. Um, Mold on the dirt around my caracara orange tree. I mean, it's natural, I guess. Anything I should worry about? 
spray it with hydrogen peroxide or just leave it and it'll go away when the sun comes out. Well, you know, you're going to have a lot of things with this this wet weather that are different. You'll see different fungus and molds and different things growing. But, you know, they can be beneficial, too. You know, so there's not really a reason, you know, molds, mosses okay. and that different different kinds of things. You know, we had a leak at our house and my wife's like, oh, that that's still growing on the ground. And it's like, well, it's going to take summer for it to die and go away. But, you know, most of those aren't going to hurt anything at all. You know, there, there's molds that can be, you know, problematic. Usually you're going to see the, the spores and the white on them, and that might be on a fruit or something. But uh, as far as what you see in the soil, it's really not going to harm anything. And, and you have the perfect idea. If it's bothering you, there's nothing like peroxide. You know, hydrogen peroxide is one of the best cleaners. When we have issues sometimes with different problems in the farm, uh, we'll inject hydrogen peroxide, you know, in a, in a bigger commercial kind of fashion, and it'll help clean out the water lines. It does all kinds of great things. So. Oh, so that's not going to hurt anything if it gets on, you it's, know, seeps into the soil. No, it just, you know, it just adds more oxygen to the roots. And, you know, if, if we could afford to inject hydrogen peroxide on a regular basis, it makes the soil healthier. So there's, you know, peroxide's not going to hurt anything. And it, it's, it can be very beneficial to use. So if the mold is bothering you, that's by far the best way to, you know, to correct it. Just a tinge of green. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you, Mark. <laughs> Happy New Year. Appreciate thank the you. call. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, let's see. Next up, we have Robin in Scottsdale. But after Rock and Robin, we've got three lines open. The number to call, 602-277-5827. 277-KTAR. Hi, Robin. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. Um, My brother bought me um, a raised uh, planter for Christmas, and I just want to know if there's anything special. I know I can't plant a whole lot of things in it um, as far, you know, as opposed to planting in the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, actually, raised planters are wonderful, you know, and and, and I learned from my wife and uh, Martha Stewart long ago that uh, it's actually an easier way to garden than growing things in the ground because you control your salts and your fertilizer, and it does a lot of wonderful things. So so raised planter gardening, I, I think, is, is even superior to planting in the, anything in the ground. I mean, if you're going to plant acres of it, it's too expensive, but uh, to grow any kind of a vegetable or flower, you'll find it easier to grow in the raised garden than anywhere else the only thing that's really critical is mixing and preparing your soil to work well in your raised garden okay so uh what should i get as far as soil to put in there just go to the nursery or well robin what do you want to grow um like right now um i heard you mention the radishes the carrots the garlic um you know, something small like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not very large. It's about three feet by two feet by a foot deep. Okay. Well, that's an ideal size. You'll probably leave the soil down a couple of inches so that it's easy to water. And, um, you know, you can get like the square foot garden mix or the, the regular already prepared mix to put into a bed like that. Or you can okay. make your own. And it works well either way. And uh, if you have availability of like some sandy loam soil, uh, you'll probably have it easier to grow for the longer term by mixing and blending some soil with your organic material that you buy. Um, um, I, I would okay. typically recommend being at least one-third of your natural soil. So if you could find a place to rob some soil out of your garden or yard, uh, blend that. And then you could use like the square foot gardening mix with two-thirds of the, of the organic mix and, and one-third of your native soil. That's going to reduce your water usage, and it's also going to enhance your fertilizer. It's not going to leach through as fast, and it'll work very well for you. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, um, 
our yard is all either pavers or rocks, which is why I wanted the raised planter. Mm-hmm. Plus the fact I like the fact that it's on wheels so that I can move it to appropriate areas depending on, you know, the sunlight or whatever. Well, a little secret is, Robin, back in the back of the nursery, we have a pile of some native soil and uh, uh-huh. on, the, on the one at Glendale Avenue or Southern, and probably they do at Gilbert as well. So if you go in and see them, they could probably get you some native soil in a uh, like a, a container, like a 15-gallon container. And, uh, right. We'll let you borrow the container. You could take the soil home and uh, get it all prepared. Perfect. I appreciate the advice, and you have a great new year. You too, Robin. Thanks for the call. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, that leaves us with wide open phones, folks. Uh, give us a call, 602-277-5827. Sure is back here smiling and uh, put her to work. You know, why not? <laughs> 602-277-5827-277-KTR. And the light's starting to break. It's not sunny out there yet, but uh, you can certainly see the silhouettes in the mountains, you know, and there's nothing like the first sunrise of the year you know today is going to be a day and, and, and probably a great time to get outdoors here in about 15 20 minutes and and watch the sun come up and uh, celebrate the fact that we're having a new year and all the wonderful things we can do to help change and make the planet better and you know as we work together as a team there's nothing we can't accomplish and there's certainly faults and errors and all the things we've done before and uh, we hope that we can be forgiven for our mistakes and uh, you know and there's no reason not to forgive everybody everyone for all the things and transgressions and the problems that we've created in the past, but there's nothing like the future. And, and the only thing we can do is make tomorrow better than yesterday. And we can start that off today. This beautiful morning out there, a great time to get out and love each other, work together and uh, be a team. And, um, Boy, some fantastic football games yesterday. I mean, for for competition. I mean, how can you be the top four teams and have games any closer than what they had yesterday? And it was it's, it's fun to have those sporting events and all those things we can share here in our valley. And uh, should be kind of a good chamber commerce thing for all of our visitors that might happen to be around town today. Uh, not really any better weather anywhere in the country than it is right here this morning in Phoenix, Arizona. Take our next caller, Mark, in Phoenix, but. After Mark, we got those open lines still, 602-277-5827, 277-KTAR. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, uh, December 24th. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, there was a newspaper article by Joanne Allhand. She writes about water issues, and uh, there was talk about a desalinization plant. The state of Arizona is in talks with this Israeli company, to build a desalinization plant at Rocky Point, Mexico, at the Sea of Cortez, and it was, I measured it out. She has a map, and um, the the pipeline would run through Gila Bend directly north and join the CAP Canal at Surprise, about a 120-mile pipeline, and I sure hope they give the approval of this company because they're the same company that built the Carlsbad, California uh, desalinization plant near San Diego. And it's really going to help Arizona. And I sure hope they do it because they have to do something. 
Well, Mark, I really I, I agree with you. We have to do something. Um, I, I think there's other alternatives we can do. Um, you know, cleaning water and, and, and recycling it that way and, and clean, you know, is, is very doable, but it's also very expensive and we'd be coming from a foreign country. I personally would much rather see, uh, you know, build what do you mean rather, coming from a foreign country? Well, the water's got to come out of Mexico. We don't have an ocean in Arizona. Oh, oh! Uh, it's coming out of Mexico, right? Well, and, and, uh, and the energy cost to run this this program and to pump the water up the hill, I think it would be far better personally. And this is just my own opinion: is to bring water from other sources that are further to the north and further to the east, where they get ample rain, and run them back into our reservoirs, which we already have. And I think it's a lot more practical, long term solution. You know, as one who's always farmed and irrigated since I was a young boy, and just loved to play with water. You know, there's nothing like digging ditches and making dams, but digging ditches and making dams and letting gravity do the things is sometimes well, they said, a they said it would be a billion dollar project and that's that's not much when you compare it to the the other things that are going on with a well, billion dollar stadiums being built in Buffalo for football and well and there, there's they, no there's, there's no way in reality up, Mark. which if Lake Mead drives up like it will then that's going to cost a lot more and people will starve to death because there won't be any produce. Well, I, I think any estimate that would be only a billion dollars to put a desalization plant and bring water here is is very, very uh, off kilter. I don't think there's any chance for a mil, mere billion dollars you can bring water from Mexico and a substantial quantity here and have it work. I think we'd be far better off investing in uh, gravity flow or pumping water and bringing it from other sources where it happens happens to rain more. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with Dave and Tom. And if you'd like to be after Tom, give us a call. 602-277-5827-277-KTAR. It's Brian and Shearer here with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. First show of the year here on New Year's and in 2023. Underground, everybody's acting lazy, falling out or hanging around. My woman said, Hey Pedro, you're acting crazy like a clown. Nobody feels like working. Panama Red is back in town. Panama Red, Panama Red. It's you, your woman, then it rub your head. Panama Red, Panama Red. On his white horse, Toledo, he comes. Bet your wife is up in bed with old Panama Red. Everybody's looking out for him Cause they know Red satisfies Little girls like to listen to him Sing, tell sweet lies But when things get too confusing, honey We're better off in bed I'll be searching all the joints in town For Panama Red Panama Red 
Gosh, who would have ever thought it would become legal? I mean, man, oh man, what a change in the world. Certainly, hopefully, they'll get some people out of prison that went to jail for a little of that Panama Red. Anyway, welcome back, folks. We have three lines available. Number to call 602-277-5827. But first, I want to take a moment and invite you out to Whitfields. You know, Whitfields, we grow trees, all kinds, all sizes, all shapes, all forms. If you're looking for a tree for your backyard or if you're looking for a thousand for development. If you're looking for palm trees like date palms, Mexican fans, California fans, Bismarckias, maybe you want a tropical mule palm. Perhaps you're looking for a pygmy date, something just a little shorter. Or if you want the shortest guy, you could plant a little sago. Anyway, whatever your dreams are, whether it be a beautiful uh, lemon tree to grow your own lemons, uh, or if you want to go by the stores and taste our Myers around town, we'll tell you where they're at in a minute. Um, or you could come in and grab a rose bush for the new year, just for a new thought and a new dream. Whatever your dreams and passions are, come out and see us at Whitfield's, our original stores at 824 East Glendale, in the East Valley at Cooper and Guadalupe, or 2647 East Southern Avenue. Southern Avenue is straight south of the Sky Harbor Airport. We've been around for a long time. My grandparents started over there in Glendale in 1946, and we're still growing trees today for four generations. Um, come and see us. We'll deliver plant guarantee. We're licensed, bonded, insured, and um, whether you like to say you need one or a thousand, especially if you need a thousand, give us a call. But uh, we can deliver and plant, and we are licensed contractors, but uh, we're happy to sell to all the contractors around town as well. We grow plenty of trees, and there's enough for everyone. <laughs> Woodfield Nursery for four generations. Grow Trees here for Arizona's future. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Dave in Sun City. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, sir. Happy Happy New Year to you. To you as well. Hey, I got a question on uh, citrus trees. Uh, you know the little growths that come out on the inside of the tree on the branches. You're supposed to peel them back, I guess, knock them off. Uh, is there anything you can put on them after you break them off or cut them off to uh, stop them from growing? Well, Dave, you know, typically when, when citrus are going to, you know, put out suckers and shoots, it's going to be where the sun hits the trunk, okay? So if the canopy's dense enough on the outside portion of the tree, it really shouldn't put much out. Now, when we plant, you know, like a new citrus grow, we wrap all the trunks and we have a plastic wrap that goes around this black on the inside and white on the outside that protects the trunk from the sun, and that way we don't get as many shoots and as many suckers. And then once the tree's big enough and a full enough canopy to shade its own trunk, we don't have as much problem. Though we do sometimes with suckering still in the groves. We still have to go through and clean them out. But uh, for the most part, as long as the density of the canopy is good enough, a citrus tree or most trees aren't going to push out buds um, where they're not trying to protect their own wood. Okay, and uh, one last question on citrus trees. Do they have a... uh a span of lifespan on how long that they're good for before they start uh, throwing off bad fruit? Well, the, the, the trees don't really throw off bad fruit. So the, the fruit quality actually, Dave, usually improves with the age of the tree. You know, like when we plant a new lemon grow, for the first six or eight years, our fruit's bumpier, not as smooth, and the quality's not as good. As the trees old, get older, like when a lemon grow from 10 to 30 years old, the fruit's better. Now, lemons are grown on a lemon rootstock, and those trees will typically live about 30 years of, of a good productive lifespan, and they start to go. Another variety, like a, a navel orange, and especially if you're in Sun City, there's some beautiful ones out there. Those are typically grown on the older trees on a sour orange rootstock, and they can live well over 100. Okay. Well, you answered my questions. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Happy New Year, Dave. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye.
Uh, Tom and Chandler, good morning, Thomas. Yes, good morning and Happy New Year. To you as well, sir. So, well, I've got a, a problem uh, maybe with some roof rats. I was wondering if you had any expertise on that. Uh, I've used Provoke to try to get them, and I've used peanut butter, but I still have uh, some eaten oranges in the morning when I get up, so they're still out there. Any ideas? 22 shorts and a night scope, night vision. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the city, unfortunately. <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as you're not knocking out the neighbor's windows, a pellet gun's fine. Yeah, and, right. And there's nothing more aggravating than, than, than roof rats. I mean, I mean, right. we deal with them too. But um, no, and, and, you, and the thing is, you don't really want to poison them because if you poison them, we've got a lot of good predators around town. We have a lot of foxes now. If you don't have dogs, there's a lot of foxes around eating the rats. And right. there's also, um, you know, good population of owls and coyotes in different parts of the valley. But um, Tom, you know, you can use the, the live catch traps. You can use the snap traps. They both work pretty effectively. Um, you can use a bucket with water water, you know, and just in the summertime, if you'll get rid of them out of season, when it's really hot and they're thirsty, you can just have a bucket with water in it and they'll fall into a five-gallon bucket and drown, you know, and that that can be very effective in the summertime. It's not going to work right now because they have plenty of water out there with all the rain and different things. And also when the oranges taste good, they're getting all their all their fluids from those oranges. Yes, so but really, you know, the our, our best luck this time of year is with a snap trap or a live trap. And what I usually use for bait on them is going to be a meat stick. You know, of some type, you can buy all those little meat sticks at the, at the grocery store. But what I do is put a meat stick on the trap or in the trap, and then I, I brush peanut butter over it. And uh, the peanut butter seems to attract them better, but the meat is harder for them to get off, and you're more likely to catch them. Now, you can do that very well with hamburger, too, if you take raw hamburger and put it in the trap and let it age for a day so that it hardens onto the trap. That works very well, too. And, and they're really, you know, they're omnivorous like we are, but they really kind of like good meat. So, um, you know, a, a little piece of hamburger on there, one of those meat sticks really works well. And the peanut butter seems to be a good attractant. And um, I've also found that they like slivered almonds. And uh, so sometimes I'll put some slivered almonds leading up to the trap and, uh, and they'll come around and eat some of those almonds first. But, you know, you're going to have to find something they like better than the citrus. And, you know, as the navel oranges get ripe, we all like them. Right. And they do too. Yeah, they, they love them. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, you've, given, you've given me some ideas, so well, that's good. All, that's good. all those things work. There's there's not a hundred percent solution. You know, I've got uh, at home. I probably have four traps set right now, but I, I do I do have to see. I, I I got the the big sow the other day, and I was so happy when I caught that big rat. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's enjoyable when you catch them. It, it is. <laughs> okay. I well, was thank happy. You, thank you so much, and have a wonderful New Year. You, Thomas. Bye bye. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got what, what time are we out? Okay. Uh, Tim and Walt, I'm going to take you guys after the break because we don't have time to get your whole conversation in. And, and we're going to have a short break. And we're going to find out from Troy Barrett what's happening in the world. And uh, we'll be right back with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show. Happy New Year's, folks. I hope you're enjoying the year. And, uh, you know, let's make our, our New Year resolution to be kind and love each other. You know, there's not much we can do that uh, a little love won't fix and uh, goes a whole long ways here in this world. And, you know, sometimes we forget about that, but it's the simplest thing and uh, it's the easiest thing to do. And uh, nothing like a smile, you know, so if we smile, love each other and work together, um, 
and especially we're, we're blessed to be in this country. There's nothing we can't accomplish as a team. Look at those football games yesterday. They had a wonderful day. All, even the losers had a great day. Anyway, we'll be right back with the Whitfield Nursery Garden Show here every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 on 92.3 FM KTAR.